All right, what the heck is going on with Mike Trout's back? One day we're told that he's going to die, and the next day he's going to be just fine. Well, John actually got some answers from his chiropractor, so you're going to want to hear that because it's really, really great. And it's hot stove season, and we're curious, should we trade Noah or should we re-sign Noah? And John and I are here to help you. How do you cheer for a losing angel team? We'll tell you how to do it, and we'll give you all the tools you need. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. You can share the pod with your friends. Just hit the share button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. And you can post the show to your personal social media. And it helps us gather all the Angel fans together. And this is where they need to be at this time of the year, right? Watching and listening to Locked On Angels. And today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game's starts. Hey, thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every single day. You got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. We're two lifelong fans of the team who have been through the Halo seasons year after year, through thick and thin, and even though this year is a lot of thin, Mike, you and I have been having a lot of fun being the hosts of Locked On Angels, and we appreciate everybody who's here to listen in and, and join us for this edition. Mike, we have seen a lot of talk about Mike Trout's back. Yeah. And that has been, I think, probably the most ridiculous conversation, right? <laughs> and and I get why people are concerned because last year he hurt his foot or he hurt his leg and, and he was only going to be out for a bit. And then when they interviewed him, he said, oh, I'll be back soon. And then he was out for the rest of the year. So any Mike Trout injury causes Angel fans to get a bit verklempt. And so we, we are wondering, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling verklempt. And so we're wondering, like, what's going on here? And so yesterday's news, we heard that Trout was in a whole lot of pain and he 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 may have to sit out for a while. And then there was reports everywhere about, oh, he's, I don't know, maybe he's going to have to reconsider his career and is he going to have to be a DH and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then Trout comes out and says, well, calm down. I appreciate all the thoughts and prayers, but everything's going to be fine. It's just going to be manageable. But little did we know that the answers to what do we do about Mike Trout's back was found when Johnny went to visit his chiropractor. So Johnny, tell us that story. (laughs) So in 2009, I was a volunteer youth leader for the junior high group at your church. And we were playing some broom ball, which is basically hockey and shoes with with paddles instead of hockey sticks. On ice. And on ice. (laughs) And I slipped and fell on my tailbone and it was the worst pain I've ever had. So I have been going to the chiropractor since then. And I joined the joint in... Uh, Pasadena. Why are you looking at me like that? That was like twenty years ago. You're still going with that story? <laughs> that's what. That's what's hurt me. I've got a. I got a slip disc in my lower back. And Did you file an insurance claim at the church? Let's figure this out. <laughs> you, you want me to take you to court? Is that what's going? Yeah, on? please. Um, listen, I, I. So I'm a member at the joint in Pasadena, and uh, yeah. Doctor Edwards is the chiropractor there. One of the chiropractors. Great chiropractor. It's called the joint. The that's joint. Great. Get it. <laughs> And uh, he and I got to talking about this situation because he knows that I do Locked On Angels with you. And so he said, what's up with Mike Trout? And so I explained the situation to him. So I read the portion of the article from The Athletic, and I want to read it here as well, just so we're all up to speed. This comes from the article Sam Blum put out the other day on The Athletic. It says, Mike Frostad, the 
head athletic trainer for the Angels, was asked why the significant optimism earlier this month of a quick return has now led to a condition, costovertebral dysfunction at the T5, where there's more concern. He said this is a pretty rare condition that he has right now in his back, Frosted said. The doctor, who is one of the most well-known spine surgeons in the country, if not the world, doesn't see this a lot. Doesn't see a Hmm. lot of these. Yeah. And so that's what kind of set off the alarm bells, right? Everybody's eyes got big when that happened, right? And for it to happen in a baseball player, we just have to take into consideration what he puts himself through with hitting, swinging on a daily basis, just getting prepared, and also playing in the outfield. There's so many things that can aggravate it, but this doctor hasn't seen a lot of it. And when I read that to Dr. Edwards, he looked at me and he said, that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) He said, costovertebral dysfunction, Michael. Costo, meaning rib, and vertebral, obviously, meaning vertebrae. Vertebrae. Okay. Uh, If you look up the definition of that, it's a, a joint sprain or disorder. That's a painful condition where the joints between the ribs and the vertebrae are irritated, compressed, or rotate. And he said this is an issue of the rib going into the vertebrae, right? So you have your vertebrae and the rib is yeah. pinching. So there is an issue with Mike Trout. He is feeling some pain. This is a problem. Yeah. But what he said is that this is at Trout's T5 vertebrae, according to the article. He said yeah. it's irritation. That's why the muscles are swollen. He said, John, you have dysfunction. He goes, that's why you come into the chiropractor once a week because yeah that's why you come in here and get adjusted so the word dysfunction is what set off all these alarm bells and he said that the cortisone shot that trout got is for inflammation that the doctor huh. gave him a cortisone shot and it does take two weeks to take effect and it's going to yeah. reduce the swelling around those muscles and so it's essentially what this is is inflammation of the joints which is what people go into the chiropractor for and yeah. what people have back problems for so what he explained to me was the spine and the rib cage obviously are rotating when Trout is taking swings. And somewhere along the line, whether it was the batting cages or at the plate or making a dive and catch, he got hurt and it got irritated. So what you're telling me is that this is not an unusual injury or unusual dysfunction or an unusual inflammation. That's what Dr. Edwards said. <laughs> Dr. Edwards said exactly that. He said, For this world-renowned doctor to say he's never seen this and that it's rare, that's ridiculous because everybody has this kind of thing going on when you have back problems. He said, you want to talk about a rare issue? He said, look at Rafael Nadal, the tennis player. Yeah. Uh, He's got a rare disorder in his foot, and now he's won Wimbledon, and he's had to pull out of tournaments every now and then because of the foot issue, but what Rafael Nadal has is Mueller-Weiss syndrome. It's a rare degenerative disease where the uh, the bone located in the midfoot region undergoes spontaneous osteonecrosis in adults, so it's like a huh. deterioration. This Sounds causes bad. blood to be cut <laughs> off from the from the bone, and it causes pain and deformity in the midfoot and hindfoot regions. So huh. that's a rare condition. This right. day and age to read any good. I couldn't. I, every time we say rare condition, I couldn't think of anything but the Family Matters song. Family Matters theme song. I like it. Uh, now, to be fair, the doctor who Mike Frostad is talking about, Dr. Robert G. Watkins, is a huge... It's Dr. Watkins? Dr. Watkins is a <laughs> very... Reference? Yeah, right. He's a very uh, big spine specialist in the world okay. of sports. In fact, he's worked with football players, Rob Gronkowski. He's got testimonials from Tommy Lasorda. So he's been doing this for years, right? Yeah. So this is 
what confuses me. We never heard from Dr. Robert G. Watkins. We heard no. from the head athletic trainer of the Angels, yeah. Mike Frosted. And we're getting this information secondhand, thirdhand, yeah. if you count the journalists who are reporting on this. Right. So what's the deal here? Is it is it the head athletic trainer, Mike Frosted, not communicating the severity of this issue clearly? Is he confused? Why would a spine specialist say that it's a rare condition? Dr. Edwards said, you really should research where this guy came from, because if he's world-renowned, did somebody buy him a world's best spine specialist coffee mug for Christmas <laughs> or something? Because that is not a rare condition at all, and it doesn't sound like something a spine specialist would say. Okay, I need to respond to this. Yes. Our, we're listening, we're watching this. Uh, a couple of thoughts. First of all, why is it that the whole world is against us? The umpires are against us. The baseball gods are against us. It feels like everybody's <laughs> against us, right? And, and then we get a doctor that doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Well, well, Second wait, of all, I, maybe he does, yeah. but yeah. Mike Frosted doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, that's the thing. thing. Second of all, like they, they made the pivot where they're going to have the trainers actually give updates. Right. So that they we can get accurate updates because last year Joe Madden would be like yeah he's fine and then like two days later oh they're amputating his foot right like and so so that's where I get confused here too is it's like this this pivot to have Frosted update people was so that we would have accurate information mm -hmm. but now like we're not sure right and even Mike Trout said this is getting blown way out of proportion mm -hmm. And that's Trout's MO. He's laid back and he's easygoing. And Trout's like, I'm going to be back. It'll be fine. And so I don't, I don't know what's going on here, Johnny. I, I just think that something has to be fixed here because the way that it was communicated was communicated horribly. Yeah. And it was Sam Blum at The Athletic who was the first to really kind of report on this. Yeah. And then Blum came back and was like, wait, hold on, time out. And same thing with Jeff Fletcher. He was like, wait, hold on, time out. And so somewhere along the lines, what was communicated was communicated as 911 emergency. <laughs> and then as they saw the people's responses, they were like, wait, 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 maybe we maybe we misspoke. Right. Was Roger Clemens a part of this? Did he misremember like <laughs> misspoke? So I, I don't know what's going on here, but I appreciate Dr. Edwards and his clarity because this was something that was concerning to me and all Angel fans. Yeah. Right. And so how funny is it that you just happened to share with him like hey here's what's going on and he's like yeah tell me about that right and then he brings some great clarity so maybe dr edwards needs to get hired by the <laughs> halos right now man well listen it it, in, in, it brings up an interesting question is are they trying to make this worse than it actually is is there something to do with the contract or maybe perhaps wanting to steer away the trade interests from other teams. I mean, if you've got the report that Trout's mm. going to be hurt the rest of his career, obviously that diminishes trade value. And I, I can't see them going that nefarious route, but it is like, what are you guys doing here? It's suspicious. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why would There would be no point in doing that. Like, you can just say no and, and not trade Mike Trout, right? And if they ever wanted to trade Mike Trout, this would be stupid to make this announcement because mm -hmm. you always want your players to have the most value that they have. I mean, Andrew Benatendi gets traded and three minor leaguers for Andrew Benatendi, right? right? And so Mike Trout can get 17 minor leaguers. I, I just feel like <laughs> this is weird to be able to communicate like, hey, we're trying to maybe lower the bar on Trout. It just doesn't feel thoughtful and it yeah. feels like something something from somewhere got miscommunicated and Frosted communicated it to the 
to the media. And then the media was like, man, that sounds dangerous. And then it, Mike Trout's like, no, wait, hold on, time out. This is not exactly what has been happening. So, But isn't it the epitome of the angels, though? Right. Like, even, even communicating injuries have, have come across as messy and chaotic and stupid. Right. right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and, and all season long we've been saying, like, oh, the reports have been much better and much more clear, and then this happens. So yeah. at the end of the day, Angel fans, all it is is if you, if you boil it down, it's called back problems. And yeah. that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, coming up on Locked On Angels, we're actually going to help you cheer for this team. I know they're losing, they've been struggling, and we're going to help you cheer for this team. So we're going to teach you how to root for a losing team. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier for you to find people that you want to talk to and find them faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire and interview. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs is here to help you to find those candidates you want to talk to and help you find them faster. And did you know every single week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB. Post your job for free and remember some terms and conditions do apply. Hey, we want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And remember that the trade deadline is August 2nd, and Locked On MLB is going to have all the breakdowns. So be sure you subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get notified when each episode premieres and stay up to date the day of the trade deadline. Mike, I'm going to get in on some of those conversations. Should the Angels make any deadline moves? I will be there reporting for duty. <laughs> Reporting live, it's Johnny with trade deadline updates for That's the Angels. Right. Listen, Noah Syndergaard has been really great for us mm-hmm. this year, and it's been kind of a pleasant surprise. We expected him to be pretty good, right? Yeah. And and the way that he has pitched this year has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if he got some run support, he'd probably have a whole lot more wins and would look a whole lot better when it came to the possibility of being traded. Mm-hmm. But you and I have been wrestling with this question, something you and I have texted about, talked about, and we thought we'd bring it to Angel fans watching and listening. Should the Angels re-sign Noah hmm. or should they trade Noah? Now, we did early on in our Locked On Angels career, we did after his first start, hey, should the Angels after that first start <laughs> re-sign Noah Syndergaard? Because we were so impressed with him, right? And so that's the that's the tension we're riding with is, is this somebody that we would love to have back next year? Mm-hmm. Or is it somebody we should trade and then possibly re-sign next year? So initially, what are your thoughts? Should we re-sign Noah or should we trade Noah, Johnny? I think that there are two perfect examples that you can look at for both situations. One is that if you trade Noah Syndergaard, you could have a situation on your hands much like the Andrew Heaney trade last season. Andrew Heaney was up and down and up and down. He looked like a star one day and then struggled the next. And that was kind of his MO through his Angels career, right? And then yeah. the, the he went to the uh, the Yankees and didn't do so great. 
and and now he ended up with the Dodgers this season and of course their pitching factory is helping him figure out all kinds of ways to to be a better pitcher. They're but good at what they do. We traded Andrew Heaney to the Yankees because the Yankees thought they could fix him. Yeah. And what happened was we got Jansen Junk and Elvis Pagaro. Yeah. Two guys who have contributed to the season in big ways. Pagaro more than Junk because he's been used out of the bullpen a bit more. But we just had that great start from Junk, who right. looks like a very promising young starter. and Went, went five th- innings, struck out eight. It was really great to watch. Exactly. And we know it was against the Royals, and, and but we, we've struggled against teams like the Royals. So it was great yeah. to see him have a great start. So that's the example in which you could trade Noah Syndergaard and probably net something back for him. I would even go as far to say that Noah Syndergaard is a much more valuable piece to a contender right now because yeah. he can be the guy to carry you to the playoffs by being a man in your rotation. I know he's been in a six-man rotation all season long, but the stuff has been better as the season's gone on. He's right. figured out how to be more of a ground ball pitcher. He's not going to flamethrow anymore with 100 miles an hour fastballs, but he is somebody who is capable of eating innings and carrying your team to the playoffs without the risk of injury to your other better starters. So he might not find himself in a playoff rotation. He might not find himself in a World Series rotation. But what always happens in the playoffs, Mike, you go to the bullpen. You go to guys who can eat some innings. And I think Noah could be an adjustable part of that situation. Now, on the other hand, if you don't trade him and you keep him around, that reminds me of Alex Cobb. Remember, we had him uh, last yeah. season, and up into the trade deadline, he was a great pitcher for us. And I know that he was hurt for a little bit over the summer before the deadline, but as far as our Angels rotation went, Alex Cobb was a pleasant surprise. Now, I know yeah. he's gone on to San Francisco this season and struggled, but that's my point. He didn't re-sign with us. And when we kept him on last season, you and I and tons of other Angel fans suspected that the plan was to bring Alex Cobb back to the rotation this season, and that didn't happen. And Mm -hmm. so my concern is, if we don't get anything of value out of Noah Syndergaard right now, like we did with Andrew Heaney, are they going to make a play to bring him back next season? Are they going to extend him? Are they going to try to keep him around? Because it didn't happen with Alex Cobb. I don't know what happened there. I don't see why the Angels didn't bring him back. Cobb even said he liked it here. He liked working with Joe Madden. He liked being part of the Halos, and he was a great piece for us. And like I said, I know he struggled with the Giants, so hindsight is twenty twenty when it comes to uh, <laughs> bringing somebody back and right. how they perform in their second year. But all right. that to say, you either trade him like Andrew Heaney and get a piece or two that can help you next year, or you hang on to him with the intent of extending him or re-signing him again in the offseason However, we've seen that the Halos didn't do that with Alex Cobb. What are your thoughts on this? I think that the Angels actually are planning to trade him. And you think so? And here's why. Because they've moved his start back. Mm. His next start will be after the trade deadline based upon how they've moved some pieces around. Mm-hmm. Silseth is going to pitch this weekend. Reed right. Demers is going to pitch on Sunday. Right. So I think that they're actually in conversations to trade him. And I think that that's actually a good move based off of what you just said. We hmm. got Elvis Pagaro and we got Jansen Junk for mm-hmm. Andrew Heaney, mm-hmm. right? And those two guys have really been and made a major impact. More Elvis than Jansen, but Jansen pitched really, really well. And to just double down on your point, I remember when the, the Yankees traded uh, Chapman to the Cubs yeah. in 2016, and he was awesome with the Cubs. He yeah. won a World Series with the Cubs. 
where did he re-sign after that season? Came right back to the Yanks. He came right back to the <laughs> Yanks. And so that is a possibility. Noah likes it here. He said he likes it here. He doesn't want to leave here. And so I could see them trading him away, getting some pieces, and then next year bringing him back. I don't think that they're going to do that, and here's why. I think Perry really likes his starting rotation, and I think he really likes the guys that he's going to bring up to be in the starting rotation, mm-hmm. and I think this starting rotation has proven to be a major league-ready starting rotation because they're all doing really, really well outside of Noah. Look at all of them. They're pitching really, really well, hmm. and so I think that Perry has a lot of high hopes for this starting rotation, and and if we were going to put our angel passion and fandom aside, I think that we would agree with Perry, that he Hmm. is somebody that is looking at this rotation and going, I think these guys can hang because Reed Detmers looks better, Sandoval looks better, Jansen Junk looks really good, and you've Mm -hmm. got guys like Jonathan Diaz ready to go. So I think that the Angels don't re-sign him. I think that the Angels do trade him, and I think that's the smart move because Mm. you're going to get some pieces, and then because you have this great relationship with Noah, you could possibly bring him back in 2023. I think I agree with you in the sense that it's worth trading him to get some pieces that are going to help you out, for sure. I think just hanging on to him and hoping for the best for the rest of the season is not the way to go because no. we have the pitching depth that can come up and take his spot, right? Yeah. And we, we've yet to see guys like Kai Bush or Sam Bachman come up. I know Bachman's been hurt a lot this season, so it's unlikely he'll be up. But you never know who the Angels could bring up from the minor leagues and, and fill that Noah Syndergaard role for yeah. the rest of 2022. <laughs> Well, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports development league reviews and news. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information as well, including live betting, esports, and scores. They're the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events like MMA, boxing, and golf. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online is where the game starts. Our last segment of this week has to do with cheering for a losing team. Now, as Angel fans, you and I are hopeful that they can do something to turn the season around because the rest of the the schedule is particularly not that difficult. We've got the Astros, we've got the Yanks, and we've hung with them before, and I think that we do have a chance every time we meet them because we we play up, right? Yep. And, And even though we got embarrassed by the Astros last time out. Shohei did get us a, a win against them, and I do think that we are a little bit more prepared for the rest of the season, and right. especially if they keep playing ball the way that they've been playing the last few days. But, Mike, just in case things continue to go south, <laughs> how do we as Angel fans hang on to our fandom? How do we continue to cheer for our team? What can we do to still enjoy the rest of the season. Why don't you start us out? I think the first thing that we can cheer for is the development of our young players like mm. Sandoval and mm-hmm. Detmers and Stefanik, who did get sent back down, which I was bummed about. Yeah. Um, and then Sierra, who has been up on this team, and the Angels have really looked good with him running the bases. And so that's the thing that we can get excited about is the development of our young players. Mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago, we were really struggling, and a guy named Peter Borges came up. Yeah. And we were like, who the heck's this guy? And he ends 
ends up having a really great year. Now, he got squeezed out because Mike Trout, some guy named Mike Trout, came up, and, <laughs> and Torrey Hunter was still on the team. And so he was somebody that they were able to trade away and, and get some pieces for. But Borges was one of those examples of a guy that we could root for. Like, oh, maybe the minor leagues actually has some really great players. Even mm-hmm. David Fletcher. Mm-hmm. When Fletcher came up, we were pleasantly surprised. Cole Calhoun, when he came up, oh, yeah. we're like, hey, who's this guy, right? And it was during a losing season that we saw these guys come up and we were like, hmm, maybe there's a future there for those yeah, guys. So yeah. I think the development of young players is the first thing that we can cheer for when you're cheering and rooting for a losing team. I think the second thing that you can do is check in on the prospects in the minor leagues. Uh, a number of the new draftees that we just got, uh, you think about Tuki Toussaint, who just came over from the Braves. He actually had a decent outing the last time out. And yeah, I mentioned it was them, good to see. I mentioned them earlier, Sam Bachman and Kai Bush. If this season continues to go the way that it does, expect to see Kai Bush get a start at some point. We had Detmer's Day last year, and that was yeah. an exciting day because at that point it was like, well, we might as well see what he can do. And he came up and pitched against the A's and had a decent outing. I mean, the A's were very good last season, and so yeah. it, it was a, a bit of a struggle. But it was still fun for me to go. My wife and I went, and we were like, it's Detmer's Day, and we got excited. And we'll always be able to say, hey, we were there for his debut, his first game. And yep. so whatever he does down the road, it's going to be that much more exciting for us. In fact, my wife thought it was really cool the night that he got his no-hitter. She was like, hey, we were there for his debut. And I was we like, saw right. that guy. Yeah, We know that guy. So... I would say to to Angel fans listening to attach yourself to some of these prospects and keep up with them. Our good buddy, Jared Timms on on Twitter, Jared underscore Timms, he uh, is is so knowledgeable about the Angels minor league system. And so it's so great if you give him a follow. He's somebody who can keep you informed of how these prospects are doing, and he has some great insight there. He keeps up with them constantly. So attach yourself to some of these prospects. See how their development is coming along. And when they come up, be the be the person who knows all about them and say, hey, you guys are going to want to watch on Saturday because Kai yeah. Bush is coming up, or hey, let's get to that game because it's going to be his debut. So th- those are just ways that you can connect with the team and be excited for what's to come. I think the third reason that we can cheer for a losing team is let's look for significant improvements on players and, yes. and, and what players are doing. Luis Ranjifo is the best example of that. Mm-hmm. This guy has been hitting the cover off the ball, right? Yeah. His his batting average is up over 260, almost 270. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been there in the major leagues. <laughs> and the guy that we're seeing in the major leagues is the guy that we see at AAA, and it's finally starting to translate. Another yes. guy that we can root for, Joe Adele. Mm-hmm. I want Joe Adele to be successful, and let's see him put it all together. If these guys put it all together, then the question of, Who's going to play short and who's going to play second is answered because it's Fletch mm-hmm. and it's Luis Renjifo. And then who's going to be the fourth outfielder? Who's going to be in there when Marsh is out? It's Joe Adele, right? right? And so this is one of those moments where we can root for particular players and root for them to do really, really well. And mm-hmm. so keep an eye on Renjifo, keep an eye on Adele. And then when you actually think about like the starting staff, mm-hmm. we can root for the starters. Let's yeah. keep that ERA below four because if they're doing it now, then imagine next year they're going to have a whole year under their belt and we actually can gain a lot of wins and have a lot of momentum moving into next year because these guys figured it out this year. Speaking of good starters and good ERA, the last thing that you can do is continue to celebrate the achievements of Shohei Otani and, of course, Mike Trout. Now, we know Mike Trout is hurt and he should be back sometime next week, hopefully. (laughs) We don't get any more news that we have to report. But 
cheer for Otani and Trout to do Otani and Trout things. Oh, I heck mean, yeah. Gosh, I think Otani's on his way to another MVP, and there's been more conversation outside of Locked on Angels, Mike. We see it on MLB Network, and we see it in The Athletic. We see guys talking about Shohei contending yep. for the Cy Young, and yep. that's something worth celebrating. I think once Mike Trout comes back and he's feeling better, he's going to get back to continuing that amazing career. I mean, if the dude did have a severe back problem and retired today, he'd be a Hall of Famer, and I believe that he'll continue to do Mike Trout Hall of Fame kind of things. So those are two guys that can keep you interested in this game, keep you celebrating the Halos at the same time, celebrating their achievements, being excited about what they're doing on the field. I mean, Shohei, gosh, 10 plus strikeouts in his last four or five games or three or four games. I mean, good grief. The guy is just killing it. And it's so great to see him succeed on the pitching side this season after doing so well on the hitting side. He's done both very well, but in 2021, it was more about Shohei the hitter, and this year it's more about Shohei the pitcher. But I think both seasons can be MVP-like seasons. So those are some ways that you can continue to cheer for a losing team and be excited for what's to come. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. Solely, Paul Francis Sullivan brings his humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and shares some of the biggest stories, especially during the hot stove, during the trade deadline. He's going to have updates for you. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you're going to want to follow us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter or at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram because, Mike, what do we have coming up on Monday? Favorite day, Mailbag Monday. Get yes. into our voicemail. Send us your questions. We're going to answer them all. If you're going to call us, call us at 714-409-6396 or send us a message on Instagram or on Twitter, and we would love to answer all your questions on Monday. Locked on Angels. Hey, you can call that voicemail line anytime. Don't worry. It's it's 24-7, so if We're you ready wake up for in you. the middle of the night and you're ticked off about the Angels, I feel let like we know. need another call from Tracy. Yes, so Tracy, Tracy from, from Arizona. Henderson. Come on, we need your thoughts. <laughs> no, Give Nevada. us your thoughts. Henderson, Nevada. Oh, it's easy in Henderson. That's right. I, 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 is there life outside of California? I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> Rather be dead in California than alive in Arizona. <laughs> I'm wearing my... Uh, Arrested Development shirt today. So, man. It's good. That was good. Nice pull. All right, y'all. Until Monday, have a great weekend. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And we'll see you right back here on Monday for more Locked on Angels.